0: Yeah,
1: I played Final Fight. Whoa, David. My uh my friend. <laughs> I don't
0: know why. That, that <laughs> this really throw you for a loop. Oh my god, I don't know why. That's a very regular huh? video game to play about. June 20th is when summer fully starts. Nah, it's summer. For all you podheads who have been listening for a while, don't worry. There's still time for us to try and make the spring spirit of podtimism something funny. I don't have any good <laughs> ideas for how to do that yet, but maybe it'll happen between now and like two to three weeks. From who knows? Now. Don't hold your breath, but maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's coming. Maybe, Maybe it's there's coming. a really good joke hidden behind that conceit that we made like a year ago. Mm. I'm more than willing to bring back the summer spirit of podtimism because I certainly do feel it. He's coming. Yeah. He's right around the corner. Yeah. But uh I don't know. We we made a lot of lofty promises with who the spring spirit of podtimism is. There's a lot of deep lore surrounding them, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the lore? Um, let's see. So they were kind of a weirdo if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, That, that was the first thing. And then I also think that I admitted to dating them for a while that that was part of the lore. (laughs) Sounds right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't necessarily know how to deliver on that, on that promise. Um, but, uh, maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe (laughs) anyway. So, uh, speaking of underdelivered promises, hey, it's video game optimism. It's the optimists' video game variety show, um, where two best friends talk about the wonderful world of gaming. My name is Chase, and I like it hot. Whoa!
1: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Uh, my name is david and mm. i also like it hot <laughs> hey yeah hey <laughs> just two sack boys who like it hot
0: i think i feel like the heat does something to my podcasting ability i may have mentioned this before but i feel like it just sort of like it, it challenges me it's like a, a mm. harrowing experience it's not mm. comfortable but like i feel like i have to give it my all and then when i walk out sure. of here i'm just a A husk of a podcasted man. A husk of a podcasted man? Sweaty and out of jokes and video (laughs) game content. (laughs) You
1: just go into your bed and cocoon yourself. Be like, I must regain my energy for the podcast (laughs) next week. Now I rest. I'm all dry of jokes. I must rest <laughs> for one week to, to formulate some more. If if
0: this is the best I can do on a weekly basis, that seems to be a bit of a bummer. Like the best jokes I can pull out. Oh, I've been resting for a week. I've got some really good ones this hey, week.
1: Count Jokula in here. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was funnier your reaction to that joke than the actual joke itself. <laughs> mm. You seemed very pleased by that
0: one. Count jokes you kind of tickled me in a Count place Jocula. that I was not expecting. Oh, uh, uh, where hello. where on your body was that tickle? My uh joke gland. It's hard to reach. Where is that? I'll never tell. Oh,
1: so it's different on
0: everybody? Yeah.
1: Mm. More deep lore. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> On one day on the video game optimism specific wiki, Chase's Joke Gland will have its own <laughs> <laughs> its own page.
0: Entry, yeah.
1: A dark, dark recess of the internet, truly.
0: Uh, um, uh, hey, video games, have you been playing any David recently?
1: Yeah, yeah. They have. Which, They've been playing me, it's true. Which David's? Which, which David's? <laughs> um, Final Fight? You played Final Fight? Yeah, I played Final Fight. Whoa, David, my uh, my friend. <laughs> I
0: don't know why that was <laughs> really throwing you for a loop. Oh my god, I don't know why. That's a very regular uh, video game to play. But it It's just very taken off guard. But I don't Final know which
1: Fight. one it was. I think it was like two or three or something like that. If there was That's a two or fine. three. Whoa! Um, okay, but my sure. friend, he hacked his SNES classic. Real gamer. Real, real gamer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to do it because he got. A bunch of games on there one of them should have been on there originally we'll talk about that later okay sure. um but yeah i played some final fight i was the big russian wrestler guy
0: absolutely that's that is my final fight experience is the big boy
1: yeah, is just bros and like <laughs> jumping into the air and pile driving them like suplexing them yeah it's pretty good doing yeah. my little spinning helicopter fist mm-hmm. attack great another one top game really fun yeah. Really yeah. fun to just play through it was with a buddy. So that was great. And that
0: was really good.
1: Yes. Still playing Hades.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still playing Hades. I feel like there needs to be like a, a gothic organ behind you as you say that. Pretty Still much. Still playing Hades.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just it just pops in like that subtle, gent like twang of the Hades guitar every now and then when you're just <laughs> mm-hmm. wandering around. Yeah, gung, gung, gung. <laughs> just breaking some pots, looking for some gold. Yeah, true. Hades is still so good. It's a good video game. Talked to another guy who had played it recently, and he was asking me like how far I'd gotten in the game. Mm-hmm. I told him like oh I rolled credits. Yeah, but he was like oh so you're like not far at all. I'm like oh <laughs> god. It's like, you still got like 600 hours of content. I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me?
0: You may have been so, talking to Hades himself. That is, that is in fact, a lot of Hades. I
1: feel like I am the video game equivalent of Sisyphus at this point. Sure, yeah. You know, I just keep yeah. rolling this game up until the end, and then I just mm-hmm. fall back down, and there's still just more to do. Does that make me boldy in this case? Is that, are you the bolder? I mean, you're the one who burdened me with this. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So you could be the boulder. I'm Boldy. Boldy Boldy the Mm boulder?
0: That's a kid's story right there. Have you not talked to the boulder in Hades? You're fucking with me. I'm not. You can talk to the boulder? Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't done this yet. No,
1: dude. Yeah. You can talk to Sisyphus's boulder. Boulder.
0: His name is Boldy. This is bullshit. It's not. This is (laughs) bullshit.
1: You're God. No, dude. Don't tell me this.
0: Look, he's a character. What? You can talk to Boldy. You can give him nectar.
1: You can give Boldy his nectar. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> my mind is blown right now.
0: What? My mind is bold right now. Sisyphus <laughs>
1: relations. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Bestie. bestie.
0: <laughs> He never says anything back. Like it's not like you're having a conversation, but he is. So you're just talking a to a boulder. Yes,
1: but you can give him uh, nectar. And does he give you something back? Does he give you like a little? Uh, what is it? A keepsake?
0: Uh, eventually, um, there is a thing that he will do. I won't spoil it.
1: What the fuck? Okay, is there anything else I should I should be talking to? That's inanimate.
0: Um, I think Boldy's the the big one. Oh man, I'm so glad you haven't done this yet.
1: I can't. I never thought to talk to the boulder. Yeah. I just talk to Sisyphus, grab my stuff, and leave. I'm then out. Go, yeah, I'm yeah, out. Bold. I got places to be. I got dads to kill.
0: Yeah, true. All right. I'm so glad we got this on on mic. That's a real treat.
1: That is my uh, this game. This game's fucking got it all, man. You can talk to a boulder. <laughs> my god, what is it? Donkey from Shrek. Look at that boulder. That is that is, is an nice actual nice boulder. Yeah. <laughs> god. <laughs> ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um and then i've been playing two other games okay i just played their
0: demos so does this count my instinct is yes do you have any intention of playing any more of the games other than the demos well right now i can't remember what one of the demos
1: was even mm, so probably start. not that one <laughs> but the other one
0: was phoenix Immortals Rising? Yes. Tell me about this game. I have like I always sort of side-eyed like glance at this video game out of the corner I've, of my eye.
1: Yeah, same. I've heard a lot of good things about the game. Mhm. So it, it has a demo on the PlayStation store, so I downloaded yeah. it. It's interesting. It definitely is kind of like a, a breath of the wild knockoff, but yeah. decent still. Like yeah. has some has some interesting combat and like the the world is portrayed well That's mm-hmm. an interesting art style the combat felt good yeah right so not very challenging but like challenging Ch- enough but yeah it's just interesting interesting game They definitely feel like there's a lot of depth and different like weapons and power-ups you can get that would definitely change how you play mm-hmm.
0: um so i was kind of surprised by
1: that one so i was playing that one last night
0: that's uh that's by the same folks who did i think assassin's creed odyssey like a lot of the same yeah um, people say, who Ubisoft. worked on that yeah yeah and so i think like initially i was really excited for it i'm not sure if It's just because like I was playing a lot of Odyssey at the time, but I was like, oh, this looks really great. And then just for whatever reason, I'm not sure if it was the marketing or just the reviews of the game. I was didn't end up playing it. And like, obviously, Ubisoft is like kind of a dumpster fire right now. So I'm a little reluctant to support them in general. But like, yeah, it is. I don't know. It is interesting just to like talk about the game itself. Definitely.
1: Yeah, no, it Um, was it was fun. I I thought it was I thought it was good. I definitely could see like if I wanted to invest time in that game that yeah. i could definitely get into it get sucked into it pretty bad sure with those open world games i really have to feel like i have the time to invest in it at this point cuz they're all yeah. just so expansive yeah. that i just don't feel like i get like the full experience unless i just dive head first into it and just immerse myself in it for like a good month or so yeah um so i mean it'll definitely be on my radar if like if or when my my reserve of games ever dries up i'll give yeah. this one a shot but i don't think i'm gonna go back and play it right right away Then not sure. me that much mm-hmm. but then i also oh i remember the other one now ghost runner
0: ghost runner yeah we talked about this last week yeah we, we, we talked about that or, last or time a week or two ago yeah yeah we did because we were talking about troc and like the third mm-hmm. person or the first person sort of like platforming being a thing
1: yeah, also has a demo on the PlayStation Store. Nice. What did you think of it? Very fun. Very fluid. Yeah. Honestly, kind of reminded me of like a first person enter the Matrix in a way, well. which is kind of weird to say, but mm-hmm. without the gunplay, just like swords. Yeah. Just kind of the way that you run on the walls and how yeah. easy it is to run on the walls reminded me of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. But definitely fun. Very fluid. Controls got a little finicky sometimes. Yeah. Because I don't know how well calibrated it is for a controller, like a console controller, as opposed mm-hmm. to like, I think like a mouse sensitivity level but definitely definitely fun. I could see myself playing that over a weekend and getting pretty obsessed. Nice. But it was pretty yeah, it was it was good. Definitely enjoyable. Definitely if you like those that kind of free flowing combat and kind of being artistic about what you do. This is definitely a yeah. game for you. Um and also difficult because it's a one shot and you're dead, right. which I appreciate actually, you know, it makes it feel more realistic and like the stakes are always high,
0: which is nice. From the trailers that I saw, it kind of looked like it played a little bit like a Meat Boy or a Celeste or something like that where like yeah. the the checkpoints are frequent and then if you like fuck something up, it just immediately spawns you back at wherever the last point was. Yeah,
1: no no waiting. You just go yeah. right back in and you're and you're ready. So I yeah. I love those kind of games. I I just I can't stand like a long load time between a death <laughs> and coming back. Yeah. Um, it's one of the things that just—it's it's a gamer pet peeve of mine. I guess you would say mm,
0: gaming pet peeve. David's <laughs> gaming pet peeve of the week. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's it's really nice that it just gives you. It doesn't it doesn't punish you for failing. It, mm-hmm reward you for experimenting and trying different things yeah. which is my preferred way to play games usually Yeah. Um. so this one I think it was probably one that I would more look at getting eventually
0: yeah I think it's if I understand I don't know that I did a ton of research on this but I feel like it's like kind of an indie game almost like it's like yeah. not made by a huge company no no I don't think so yeah I don't know that there's a ton of people working on it so it is kind of cool that like they were able to take this like idea and turn it into something that is really cool like it I, I I feel like that the the type of game that we're describing, the sort of Celeste or um, Meat Boy type game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, is really common in 2D and sort of this like kind of, you know, pixel style game. And so it's impressive to see it done when it's like this full-fledged 3D sort of experience. Yeah, it's great. And still it, adhere to those like design ideas of like, let's make something challenging, but not repetitive just like yeah try try each little challenge no, the the game is mostly just these little micro challenges that you have to exactly figure out. like a shovel knight or something like that yeah, it's a little yeah, bit true. more unforgiving but similar yeah
1: but yeah so if you ever want if it really does make you feel like in a ninja assassin badass pretty well mm-hmm. if you like get through a level just doing everything you wanted to do and just killing the guards the way you wanted to do it mm-hmm. feels real good feels really good when you execute everything
0: um katana zero and like hotline miami are the only the other ones that came to mind Mm -hmm. it's great it's good stuff those are those are cool games i like that yeah and what
1: about you sir have you been playing any video juegos
0: why yes i have david Mm -mm. i've been playing video games wow (laughs) shocking
1: and on to Um, the next segment we're done and
0: we're done goodbye (laughs) we're on twitter um no uh I have been playing a similar sort of uh, mashup since last time. Uh still playing Mass Effect. Mm. Still f- still a phenomenal video game. Are you on 2 or 3 now? I am still on 2. I am taking a little bit longer with 2. So good. It's so very good. very good this video game. God. I want to s- uh, s- top tier. I, It's it's so good. I like, I don't know, I, I'm not sure if I just like undersold my own memory of it, but it's just, it's so phenomenal. I have gotten most, I've done most of the like loyalty missions for the team members. There's like one other person I've yet to recruit. I think I know who it is, but I honestly don't remember. Like I'm realizing my memory of these games is so skewed and like I don't really remember what happened in what game. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if it's who I think it is. I thought like the mission uh, where you go with Tolly to like the uh, the pilgrimage fleet was in 3 but apparently that's in 2. Um, yeah. which is a very good mission. God, I mm-hmm. love all of that. Mm-hmm. I also just got through recruiting and doing the loyalty mission for uh Justicar Samara, Samara. Oh
1: man. Oh man. <laughs>
0: Um, I again, the original uh, Lady D, as pretty far much. As I'm yeah, concerned. big, big, strong <laughs> space lady. Big, strong um, space
1: lady who will just just <laughs> dis- kill you on the spot if she deems it necessary.
0: I like again. I'm I'm gonna sort of admit my my chuddery from the past <laughs> here again. I like just did not understand. Her backstory when I was playing oh, was the really? first time. Her
1: backstory time. was so cool. She's so
0: cool. She's just she's this, so like, cool. like Asari enforcer. Like, I am committed to the code of the Asari, and that's my whole fucking deal. I'm, like, a biotic super soldier. Yeah. And I'm just going out handing out fucking justice, which is, like, a little bit, you know, a little bit against maybe the, the rule of law. But, like, for a sci-fi game, holy shit, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Um, she's, like, fairly aged, I think. I don't know her exactly. Sorry, like, she's pretty old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she which talks really things, old for a human. Yeah, I want to see just how old she is because she gets, she talks about stuff in the past that's like, oh, this happened like hundreds of years ago or something like that. I just love the the lifespan of the Asari. It's really cool. So the official site says that she is six hundred years old, but in one of the dialogues, she she says she's around a thousand, which is fucking nuts. Damn. Which is interesting and like she acts really like comparatively to humans very weird like she just goes and like is very detached from her own emotions and like on on the normandy the place that she like hangs out is just in the like the port observation bay which is just this big window of space where she's just like always meditating in there and just waiting that part she has a pretty (laughs) badass room it's just like it's so cool yeah Yeah. um and like (laughs) really fun to just imagine like what what it must be like to live for 600 years and how that affects a a person or i guess like sentient life in this case right there oh god the like mission where you recruit her you roll up on this like crime scene essentially and she's trying to like find this person who's like incredibly dangerous Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really say what's going on there but there's like obviously the the local police force i think this is on ilium um which is like an asari planet that's like very much bright and flashy but also is definitely like if you have money, you do well. And if you don't, it's like fucked and very mm-hmm. dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so like she's trying to solve this thing but then there's like the police force that that's also there trying to figure this out too and the like local officer another Asari comes over and she's like hey I like have to arrest you you're like really interfering with this like crime scene and uh, Samra is like okay well my code says that like I'll be able to do that for a day like I'll come stay with you for a day and then <laughs> um, she's like okay well I think um, Shepard asks like what happens after that and Samra like I leave and then the officer's like well we can't let you do that and Samra's like you don't have a choice I'm going to fucking leave whether (laughs) or not you want me to Uh Like, I'm just gonna tear the place down if you don't let yeah like it's so it's so by the books and terrifying like especially Mm -hmm. after she just like wipes people out
1: yeah she's like it's not a a question no she will she will leave yeah yeah I'm leaving
0: this is Um, what it says
1: I'm just following the book
0: (laughs) yeah and so like that that whole quest of recruiting her is just solving that mystery so that she herself can leave before just like she just erupts and destroys the place when you like go back and talk to her she's just like meditating in a corner somewhere like mm-hmm. oh no it's fine i'll either be out here tomorrow or you know or not yeah. um <laughs> it's just so nuts so i i, I have found I, I remembered her being a lot more just like of a terrifying force in <laughs> in my I first mean, she playthrough is. you're not wrong she is but i think like her character is much more interesting to me this go-round you got some um, lore knowledge in you, Chase. I love it. Yeah, it's it's wild. It, I'm definitely absorbing more of this game than I normally do. Hold on, I want to see what Ardak actually actually means. A Demon of the Night Winds is what it means <laughs> in a <Asari>. sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so fucking That's cool. So cool. Oh my god. Demon of the Night Winds. I couldn't think of that shit. That's so cool. It's it's the, such a such an interesting character.
0: Yeah, like that that sort of stuff I I don't know. I just like wasn't able to absorb nearly as well the first time. And so like I find her character really, really interesting this time and a lot mm-hmm. less of just, like, a scary Asari woman. I, I will say that the – I don't know if you remember this, but in the first one, like, things aren't all that cheesy in the first one. There's, like, some weird dialogue lines. But, like, mm-hmm. in the second one, and whenever you're fighting, you're like, your teammates are always, like, barking out, like, stuff that's happening. Really? It's so goofy. Like – Yeah. They're always saying something really ridiculous, especially Garrus. Garrus is just, like, oh, talking no. throughout the whole fucking thing. It's Garris. not bad. It's not bad. It's just so weird to hear, like, this guy who's, like, struggling with, like, his relationship with being, like, maybe a space cop in the first one. And then mm-hmm. every time he shoots somebody, he just barks out, scoped and dropped whenever he shoots somebody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that Ludo narrative dissonance popping a little, out right a there. little bit well yeah. man, i don't know
0: maybe B- garris might actually enjoy it so it's definitely part of it it's just really goofy it's just yeah, very, maybe he's, very,
1: just, very uh, maybe he's just a little bipolar who knows yeah
0: also uh there's every now and then uh, if you're playing a shepherd like whenever she like gets an item or a weapon she'll says she says i'll take <laughs> it and, like, sometimes that happens after a very narratively intense moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I got done with Tolly's side mission, where, like, shit almost broke so bad, and, like, Tolly <laughs> almost got exiled. And they gave me, like, a weapon upgrade. And the very moment they come out of a cutscene, Shepard's like, I'll take it! And that was <laughs> that was sort of the entrance back into the video game. It's just yeah. weird little things like that that definitely uh-huh. don't distract from it, but it's very goofy and funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <sighs> Mass Effect again it's a lot i'm also playing a video game called pathway david chase's indie pick of the week it, i think it is i think this constitutes the indie pick of the week pathway is a game that is published by chucklefish big fan of the 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 folks over at chucklefish what else have you? Doing? chucklefish has also done uh i think they're the first one that i noted was uh stardew valley that's a big a big I chucklefish i've heard this name before um, It's a publishing company. I think they also do some development, but they, they have a lot of games under their umbrella. Mm. They also did... Oh, Time Spinner looks good. What the fuck is that? Stardew Valley is a big one. Uh, Starbound is another great one. Wargroove is a good one. Just a, a lot of a lot of good games, and pretty much anytime they come out with something, I'm kind of like, okay, um there. There's a game coming out called Witchbrook, which I am so excited about. Witchbrook, Witchbrook. It looks like a uh, magical Stardew Valley, which I am mm-hmm. very into. Okay, I'm also looking at this game on their website called time spinner which looks a lot like a Castlevania game, and it looks fucking good. Is looks, this out? It looks freaking good. <laughs> really good state. name yeah very, Time very, very good spinner. this has been out for a couple of years this will probably be my indie pick of next week if <laughs> i'm being honest indie pick of the future <laughs> so i'm playing uh pathway this is a game that plays a lot uh something between the love child of ftl and xcom you are like you pick and and a little bit like into the breach too i'll say Mm-hmm. Um, you pick like a team of people and you like sort of unlock more as you play more of the game and you are crossing a desert in like mm-hmm. these sort of nodes that look a lot like an FTL map. Sure. And some of them, you know, they'll all contain some kind of event like, oh, there's nothing here or, hey, there's a bunch of Nazis that you should shoot. Or, uh, there is a cool little old temple that you should wander into. It's all like very mm-hmm. Indiana Jonesy and in it's like kind of tone and flavor. Yeah, which is all pretty good. It's also in like the the combat. It's very XComy, mm-hmm. cover and shooting are all kind of feel a little bit like that yeah um or uh the mario and the rabbits crossover game from sure. whatever year that was <laughs> plays a little bit like that but it's pretty good uh the combat feels pretty good it's like you definitely it takes a, a second to kind of learn it um it you know plays a little bit differently than the other ones but it's 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 pretty satisfying and fun once you get the hang of it mm-hmm. i i'm a huge sucker for ftl so like anything in that world is 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 good by me this had just come out on switch which is why i picked it up i uh went good. on vacation uh, for the first time in a long time went back home. <laughs> oh. And I needed a couple of Switch games. The next one I will talk about in a moment. But uh, I, I picked this one up. It's a, it's a great uh, a great addition to the Switch because like you can literally just play like one segment out of mm-hmm. time, you know, mm-hmm. like this one little node and then you go to the next one and you play that and then you put your Switch in rest mode and you come back to it a half an hour later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so all of that just feels very satisfying and good. What else do I want to say about this game? I haven't gotten like to the end yet and so mm-hmm. I I'm interested in kind of how this game plays out, but I, I do like that uh, the way that the the kind of difficulty and levels are structured is such that you'll run through like one, the first like quote unquote level is like, you know, a whole map. Mm-hmm. And uh, once you beat that, you unlock the next one. It's a little bit harder rather than like where FTL is like, do it, beat the game right mm-hmm. now yeah and like it's so hard to finish that uh, <laughs> that it, it becomes too much of me <laughs> yeah it's a lot and there's like some meta progress with FTL and like I don't I don't think either of these are, are wrong or or good either way but it is kind of fun to be able to have this like sense of achievement of like beating the first level you go to the next one you can kind of level your dudes up which stays mm-hmm. you know progressed each time and so yeah i i think it's i think it's pretty fucking good nice i i i'm interested to see kind of how this lands you know in a couple of months to uh-huh. see like does this have staying power with me but yeah i mean so far it's just it's really fun um the if next you like fire maybe um a little bit i think it's Hmm. It's probably a little bit less <laughs> replayable, I would say, than Slay the Spire, just because each one of those runs feels so specific. And I'm sure? also just like, I'm just like so into Slay the Spire. So I just, I just love that game. It's hard, it's hard to top for me, but it's, it's still very good. I, I was like, kind of seeing some reviews that were a little bit middle of the road, and I think like some of those are, you know, valid criticisms. But I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. And then the final game that I've been playing, David. Yes, it's The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild.
1: Whoa. Yes, my wow. Because you're yes, on vacation,
0: yeah. You your switch, you're just like, might as well play Breath of the Wild. It's like, whenever I am am gearing up to go on a flight, Breath of the Wild is just like a very nice calming sensation. Uh, I'm for I your noted, flight anxiety.
1: Yeah, I've I've yeah. got some
0: noted flight anxiety, which is That's like, real. It's gotten a little bit better over time, but like, still not phenomenal. But the the nice dulcet tones. Of of Hyrule is just such a nice way to to calm me down, chill me out, mm-hmm. and it's been a little while since I've played this as well. Like I played it on the Wii U, I think, like that year when it came out, and then I played yep. most of it again on the Switch, probably a handful of years ago, and then you know this is probably my third time playing it. It's just it's such a fucking phenomenal video it really game. Is. Oh my god! It really, really is. Um, I, I the first thing that I was like struck by is how good the controls feel. I kind of forgot about that. That like everything I think the controls just,
1: were granted a lot of the times.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. I I don't know what the deal is, or if I've just been playing a lot of like older games recently mm. where like controls were not a given. Yeah. But man, it just feels fucking phenomenal. Like every button is mapped to what I want it to be mm-hmm like that all feels good the attacks feel good the jumping feels good the rolling and sprinting all feel good mm-hmm. it just feels very tight and i'm rarely fucking up in a way that i don't expect to yeah um, yeah agreed oh god it's just it's so phenomenal and like not to mention i i was kind of pulling it up and i was like i'll I'll, I'll kick this around see you know just kind of play with it you're in the game within like a minute it's so incredible just how quickly they get you in there gets you in there quick yeah oh my goodness and like i i think the the plateau is such a such a good way to tutorialize something where like in um skyward sword it takes so long to tell you what to do Mm -hmm. in the video game Mm -hmm. and they're like no just like here's your zone go fuck around there are multiple solutions to any of these challenges we've given you Mm -hmm. go figure it out like they really do the introductory level very well in breath of the wild god they give you like almost everything you're gonna need for the game like Mm -hmm. they they give you all the little powers I think save like one of them until sort of the end they like introduce you to temperature being something that you have to monitor
1: Mm -hmm.
0: they like show you you, there's some bad guys that are gonna come attack you sometimes and show you where they like camp and live and sometimes there's a chest there that if you fight them that'll open up mm-hmm. or uh that there's these big scary old uh monsters that will come alive sometimes and shoot laser beans at you
1: yes shoot some laser beans
0: <laughs> um <laughs> like all of that happens within the first like half an hour Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay now we're just gonna explode this concept out into like this gigantic map and it's like go have fun
1: okay here's the glider
0: (laughs) bye see ya (laughs) oh my god just like such a it, it makes you feel so empowered so quickly It does, yeah. And like, I'm somebody who I've noticed in games that give you an extreme amount of options, sometimes I can get pretty overwhelmed. Yeah. Like, I think playing through Divinity feels a little bit overwhelming to me sometimes just Mm. because I'm like, there's a lot to do here. Just got to play with me, baby. I think so. (laughs) Or even uh, Disco Elysium, I felt the same way of like, there is so much here and so many ways to approach a situation that I almost feel like, I don't know what I should or could be doing Mm -hmm. and like maybe that's just too much for me right now sure and kind of on the other end of that with something like mass effect they give you like two or three choices in any given situation and that's like that's nice for me streamlined yeah exactly and so like when something like breath of the wild approaches you and it's like hey whole world is out there I I, that could feel pretty intimidating but yeah i think like the first time that you're just like i wonder what's over there and then you go and like look at it and you're like mm. oh there's something over here this was cool i'm glad i came here came
1: really just it's <laughs> so good of rewarding you for curiosity yeah. Yeah. so good
0: in a way that i think feels very freeing and opens the game up whereas like some of the the like choice paralysis that if you're or feel in other games is kind of tougher to to overcome yeah god it's just so it's so fucking good and still feels very unmatched like i was playing through it and i'm like this could have easily come out in 2021 and been like a game of the year contender for Mm -hmm. everybody right like it's Mm -hmm. just still so good top of the line yeah i had watched was it the like state of play the other day where they talked about horizon Mm. and Mm -hmm. i was noticing that they or some people were you know noticing that uh they put in like a grappling hook and a glider into it yeah which looks great and very stoked on it I am too. I'm notably very excited. And I saw, I can't remember who it was but somebody on Twitter was essentially like, it's interesting that uh, the glider is something that most games have taken from Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Whereas like the glider is not necessarily the thing that makes it cool. It is the unbridled sense of exploration and rewarding the player for just, like, wandering around.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, I totally agree with that. That, like, that's what makes Breath of the Wild special to me. And, like, the bre- the glider's great. Don't, don't get me wrong. It feels phenomenal to just, like, soar over a part of the map. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, like, you're kind of in in that case you might be missing the forest from the trees of like it feels good in breath of the wild to just like mm-hmm. kind of let your mind go and do whatever um yeah. versus like the glider feels good which it does don't get me wrong yeah. it's not a bad inclusion at all yeah it, the, um, the
1: the appeal of breath of the Wild is deeper than just the glider is yeah. What you're saying. yeah yeah. yeah. Exactly.
0: So yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna keep playing a lot of it. I already have, but like, it's 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 so good. It's such so so a it's such a good video game. It is so good. Anyway, this will bring me to my Podmistic thing of the week, David. Uh huh. It's a retro video game store, David. Ooh!
1: A video game <laughs> store? Yes. Oh yeah, baby.
0: Love it. I was in Sacramento over the weekend, mm-hmm. and there was a new retro video game store. I, someone else was telling me about this on j street yeah yes
1: sacramento j street shout out where you at <laughs> stand up sacramento represent <laughs> um
0: one up retro video games direct shout out they there is a a new a new retro game store that opened up in downtown sacramento which i visited with uh one garen friend of the show Ooh, friend of the show. Friend? friend of the show karen um we were like driving around down there and i was like "Ooh, i saw that place the other day i want to go and he's like we're going and then just pulled over and we went inside love a retro video game store david Mm -hmm. just absolutely the best Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm also a purveyor of fair game in in sacramento it's a good store Fair oaks uh fair oaks yeah it's, it's odd that this is such a specific thing. Uh, um, like, I, I know other people in other cities who are like, yeah, the retro game store. It's all sort of a similar model of like, here's... There's always one. <laughs> There's always one. Uh-huh. Here's some new games and then a bunch of other stuff that is also very cool. Yeah. Hey, do you want to see how much Chrono Trigger costs in 2021? Is it It's a right lot? there it's probably a lot it always has been. yeah but yeah it's just it's such a nice environment like it I, it's kind of what i always wanted gamestop to be sure you walk into a gamestop and you're kind of hoping like there's this is a place for like people who are really into this thing and like you know r- mileage may vary on your on given wow. gamestop are you trying to bring down the price of gamestop right now chase <laughs> i've got i've got shorts against gme so <laughs> please no classic uh, I, hedge fund chase It's just me, big video game, trying to shut down GameStop. So, yeah, no, mileage may vary. Like, it's kind of very dependent on your people. And so is anything with retro game stores. But I've had better luck with retro game stores where it's like, usually the people in it are pretty nice and pretty friendly. And like, you can kind of just go in there and shoot the shit and talk about, you know, whatever video game you're kind of looking for, what you're trying to get out of it. Mm -hmm. I've also had very good luck of like, I wonder if I could find this very specific game for like, the n64 or the yep. ds i saw iggy's wrecking balls in in oh, one-up oh, games
1: shout out to our <laughs> last episode two episodes yeah ago? it
0: was it was last episode yeah so yeah i don't know i just like the vibe i love how it feels in there not to be a creep i love how it smells in a retro video game store does it have a specific smell kind of what's what's the smell like old tech old. old video games
1: what it looks like how what? Can you get can you get more in depth? It smells oh, like smell. if a
0: library was filled with discs instead of books. It's got a little bit of age to it. Uh-huh. A little must. Not necessarily a bad must, a but must. a little must. Collectors' items have been gathered in this space, and that's got sort it. of what it smells like. <sighs> okay. okay. Not a bad thing. Just like it's I it's got a nice, Video a nice aroma. Yes. Yes, David. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, so did you so get yeah, anything? I tried to see if they had uh, advanced War Days of Ruin. They did not, so I did not purchase mm-hmm. anything. But I, I will say, this is as, as somebody with a little, little spite, a little sprinkle of social anxiety. I always feel bad going into a place and not purchasing something, mm. like I've somehow wasted their time <laughs> by my entering the building. Sure. And uh, I asked them. They said, uh, "No, uh, we don't have that." And I was like, "Okay, well, thanks anyway." They said, "Yeah, no worries. Have a good day." I'm like, "Yes, thank you. Thank you for giving me permission to leave this place without feeling guilty." <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah love a retro game store hell yeah Uh, David do you have anything fueling your sense of podtimism this week I do what is it game demos game demos you're right holy shit I can't believe we haven't talked about this one before
1: I didn't realize how much I missed Mm -hmm. a good Mm -hmm. game demo until this past week where I played two good ones Mm -hmm. I'm like man this is really whetting my appetite for this game I'm not gonna buy it right now but I'll probably get it in the future at some point Like why don't we do more game demos nowadays, especially when there's like $70 games nowadays? At least give me like the first level. Give me like a, a taste of what it is that I'm buying because it God is, knows it, I can't return this if I don't like it nowadays, <laughs> if I buy it digitally. You know, it is surprising is
0: that there's that there's not more of them. There are game demos sometimes, but it's not a widespread thing by any measure.
1: Yeah. I'm like, no, don't like give me like the whole thing. You can give me just a little, just a little <laughs> bit, just taste, just, just to see if I like whistle. it. Just want to wet my whistle. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just love game demos. And it just made me think about how fun those like game demo mm-hmm. discs you would get in the mail from like so good PlayStation Magazine, Game Informer, Game Pro, all, any of those magazines that it would just come with. Yep. Oh, so good. So good. Video
0: games are really in with magazines for a little while there.
1: It was, it was how they, they got their point across. It was how yeah. they marketed themselves was those game magazines.
0: It feels like such an analog solution now, like shipping a full fucking disc with every print magazine. Mm-hmm. It feels silly, but it it definitely did. Do you have like a, a a quintessential demo memory? Like, are you thinking of a demo when you say demo disc? Killzone. Killzone.
1: One. Okay. The original Halo killer. <laughs> I played that demo. Halo k- killed. Halo killed, killed by Killzone. Killed by Killzone. <laughs> We were playing that demo so many times, such a little Sony fanboy, like trying to love it.
0: <laughs> Please be good. And Don't. just
1: like <laughs> convincing myself that this was going to be good. And it just wasn't good when it came out. Yeah. It Pondomistically it came out. still,
0: still kind of a, a, a slow pitch over home. Yeah. Play. Like, not, not phenomenal. Yeah.
1: And I remember another one that was for PlayStation. Okay had Master Blaster on it. Remember this one? I think it was Master Blaster. Maybe it was called something else.
0: Was it perchance Blasto?
1: Blasto, yes. Hell yeah, David. It this looked like also... the Captain Quark type guy.
0: <laughs> he did. I also had this demo disc.
1: And tumba was on there.
0: A tumba was on there. Tumba yeah. was
1: on there. That was a fun demo. And there's like some like top down bullet hell spaceship game on there as well, mm-hmm. I think that demo disc was fire, bro. It was I wonder fire what flames.
0: that that must have shipped with something that was commonplace because I also had that one. I don't remember, but I remember what it looked like. It was black with red stripes on it. Yeah. So uh, let's see. We had Blasto Tekken 3 Hotshots Golf and Gran Turismo were the ones on there. Tekken 3. Yep. Interactive CD sampler disc. What a fucking mouthful.
1: Where did you even get it from?
0: Like why just did blast I have a- this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like where did this ship from? From Pizza Hut? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> is what the internet says. That
1: checks out for the 90s. Yeah, that
0: might track. Actually, really checks out. <laughs> where did these come from?
1: They were just. I feel like it just appeared one day. Honestly, that's what it feels like. <laughs> it came down from heaven.
0: Um. Anyway, yeah. I, I I also have the same memory of that one. I think there was. Oh, let me see. I had a demo also for PlayStation 1, I believe. hmm Yeah, it must have been a PlayStation Underground thing because I had one for uh, this game called Fighting Force that I uh, demoed and played a lot. Fighting um, Force. Yeah, I <laughs> I forced my dad to go buy it for me from GameStop. I like just complained about it for hours and hours and hours and eventually took sure. me over there, mm-hmm. um, all while uh, saying the game you wanted was Fighting Horse. And he knew it was Fighting Force. He just wanted to say Fighting Horse, which... Um, <laughs> by today's standards, I think is actually pretty funny.
1: <laughs> that is a classic Rabalbi joke, right there. Classic. You want a uh, fighting, fighting
0: horse? So uh, yeah, that was that was the demo disc that stood out to me. And then also, of course, the the currently in production, uh, haunted PS1 demo disc. Mm. Love, love their work. They're all. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you they're putting on Eek Three? I think that just dropped today. Eek Three. Yeah, it's their their E3, um, um, presence. Oh damn okay that's cool yeah shout out to the haunted demo disc community they seem very cool love their games thank you jay it's very cool <laughs> uh do you want to move on to our main thing David? yeah let's do uh... it Um, hello, David. Welcome hello, back. Chase. Thank you. Hey, Thank you. Uh, we're going to do a good games. Oh, cool. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to spring spring that on you. Definitely no no preparation needed.
1: Spring it on me. I'll spring like it on the you. S- the spring spirit of optimism. Is that you?
0: Hey, it's me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I dated I dated Chase, and also I'm weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm getting kind of Danny DeVito vibes from this from this spirit.
0: Maybe maybe I'm an old one. You never know. <laughs>
1: okay. Hey. Okay, you,
0: you can stop. Thank I regret you. this. Release me from this prison. I release you. Um, thank you. Uh, hey, we're doing good games. It's a segment where we talk about all the games of yesteryear. Uh, remember all the things that we love about them and just pod domestically talk about these fucking video games. These Dang fucking it. games. These video games. Uh, typically, I, I guess for listeners who are a little bit newer perhaps, typically we will talk about OK games we'll try mm-hmm. and find the fun in them which is definitely a thing we do yep but uh recently and sort of uh frequently i would say i've been talking about just like some fucking bangers of games and uh we're gonna talk about another one that's uh-huh. a, a little bit older definitely a banger a re- really good video game mm. it is called the, the teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time turts in time baby turts in time welcome <laughs> it's time for those turtles <laughs> to go in and out of time uh huh <laughs> damn this video game dude god it's so good you were saying that this is something that should have been included on the uh the SNES classic.
1: Yeah, I realize it's probably like a licensing issue of some sort, but it mm-hmm. really was one of the games I was looking forward to the most on it, and it wasn't yep. on there, which made me very sad. sad. Made me very, very sad boy. Down. Yeah. But with the power of hacking, Anything's turtles possible. are back on the menu,
0: baby. You wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't download a turtle. <laughs> I would definitely download a turtle. <laughs> I would download a turtle if I could. Uh, Before we get too far into this segment, David, let me hit you with a few hot stats about Turtles in Time. Hit me, baby. Hot
1: stats. Hot stats.
0: So, this game, Turtles in Time, uh, came out in two places, notably. The first place it came out was in an arcades in March Mm -hmm. of 1991. You could play all four of the turtles on that one. It also came out for the Super Nintendo. Mm. August 15th of 1992, so mm. about about a year afterwards, after it had been in arcades for a little bit. I think I played this on SNES before I played it in arcades. Yeah, same. I, I was certainly not old enough to be operating an arcade cabinet, but I was certainly old enough to be holding a SNES controller. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, this game was made by Konami. You love them, you hate them, can't live without them. Yeah, can't live without them. <laughs> um, Dirty Metal Gear Solid and the Pachinko Machines, can't live without them. <laughs> I was gonna mention that, but you, you beat you beat me around that corner, David. Well done. <laughs> First thing I think of now. I know, me too. Unfortunately enough, uh, so a lot of the folks who worked on this one um, were at Konami before, and they had worked on the previous Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, which was like kind of similar in concept. It was just a beat 'em up, but I I think a little bit less well executed, perhaps. Mm-hmm. The the art wasn't quite as good. Um, and I think it just was a little bit. It, it is the sup- uh, The Turtles in Time is the superior of the two of them, I guess is what I'm trying to get yeah. at. But anyway, uh, you've, you've heard of games made by Konami before. They've made your Metal Gear Solids, your Castlevania's, uh, your Bach Ties, The Sun is in Your Hands, your Zone of Enders, mm-hmm. uh, your Coated Arms. I didn't know about this one. Oh, Oof. PSP. Oof. A stain. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah yeah i i like remember coated arms a lot i don't know mm. if i remember fondly but i remember coated arms i remember it
1: because they shot for the
0: moon and i respect that yeah hell yeah we should talk about coated arms at some point i think so and the, also your silent hills um so they mm. were they were big in the, in the in the gaming sphere definitely a like japanese centric sort of game design philosophy for a while there and uh, a lot of those games i fucking love good mm-hmm. konami video games mm-hmm. um but yeah like like you said they do a fair bit of pachinko <laughs> Themed around Metal Gear Solid now. Yeah. Okay, so I do have a review from the outlet Honest Gamers. Whoa. that reviewed uh turtles in time i have Is that
1: implying that most gamers
0: are liars lying gamers we're the only honest yeah. gamers they uh reviewed this game i have run it through google translate uh many times through many different languages and spat it back out in english uh, and we will now uh see the the mangled form of what they had to say originally mm-hmm. uh honest gamers said this can be a problem for all sports it looks good on paper you can choose between two players Player lifetime. You can change difficult steps and small things. These are just the icing on the cake. Sadly, that cake is small and has become stale over time. Oh. The plumber's age is good, so is the hedgehog, obviously, but the tortoise will not. Seven point five out of ten from Honest Gamers. The Plumber's age is good. So is the Hedgehogs. Turtles
1: no. will not. Turtles age poorly.
0: It's it's known. It's it, it. This one is interesting because you can kind of, if you just kind of scratch at the surface, you can almost see what they were saying there. It was the most coherent. Yeah, especially the cake bit was surprisingly coherent. That yeah, that through. that was mostly yeah, that was mostly a sentence.
1: Oh man, we gotta check Google's last latest updates <laughs> for this. They're may they may be ruining our segment.
0: <laughs> they're getting better. They're getting <laughs> better at translating. Go back to the shitty version. So yeah, uh, they uh, they thought it was pretty good. I think by and large, the the reviews were mostly positive on this game. People people were definitely into it. Mister mm-hmm. David, would you be able to explain to me what this video game is? Oh yeah, so please.
1: Turtles in Time. Yeah. Starring the teenage mutant ninja turtle, Donatello, Raphael, Michelangelo, and Leonardo, I believe. It's a side-scrolling weapon-based beat-em-up. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can jump, you can kick, you can use your respective weapon per yep. turtle that you choose. Yeah. You beat up uh, waves of thugs and bosses on in, in different levels. So each level has, you know, you go through, you walk through, you, you beat up the enemies, and in the end there's a boss. And you mm-hmm. fight them. Um, you can play with friends. Actually, encourage to play with a friend for sure. It, it's it is definitely best a better that game. way. Um, and then there is the added time, time fuckery element of it, where you travel yes. through time to different er- eras and you get to be a. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle in different times which is rad it's very great. cool it's very cool yeah but that's it I think in a nutshell
0: you have anything else to add no I think that's it yeah you like the first couple levels are, are kind of normal like yeah. you're like fighting in New York and stuff like that uh, but then Shredder eats you back in time and you go back to like dinosaur era and then yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. like pirate uh mm-hmm. time and then I think it's like sort of like uh western time timeline Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. god yeah god the levels were, f- were just so much fucking so fun.
1: good the detail and the the their ability to make you really they really sold it i guess is what i'm trying to say they really yeah, sold absolutely. the time the time skipping element of it
0: made you believe yeah it. totally um before we get too far into gushing uh can i ask you who, who your main is in turtles in time it's the sword boy uh, I, th- I believe Leonardo. Uh, yes, Leonardo is the sword-based friend. I'm always a sword boy. Interesting. Nice. That's good. What about you? I was, I'm a big Donatello guy. Big, he's the, big he's the staff guy. man, right? He's a, he's a bow staff. I think we've mentioned this before that like I'm a bow staff guy through and through. The bow staff was always my second option. It feels good. I like that he was kind of like the inventor of the group. I don't know mm-hmm. why. There's a, a little kid that, that spoke to me. He likes some... smart people. I think so. And he was like respected for it within the group. Mm-hmm. They're like, hell yeah. Like Michelangelo's like kind of dumb. And so is uh, Raphael. They're like mm-hmm. kind of goofier dudes. But like Dontel is like smart as fuck. And they're like, okay, I'm cool with that. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, big, big fan of that. Mm-hmm. I um I just remember when we were talking about doing co-op that unfortunately enough, I made my mom play this game with me. Like, huh? I just forced her to play TMNT because <laughs> it's like it's much easier if you play with two people. Yeah and just like i was i was so young i had to have been like 5 or 6 or something and i was getting so frustrated that she was not able to like pilot the tmnt characters as well as i wanted her to <laughs> like she would always do the like jump and dive move uh-huh uh, the like air attack yeah. and like it doesn't do very much damage uh huh. But man, uh, uh, Jan was a big fan. You remember of that one. what move she was doing? I was very frustrated. Man, that's and really never stopped. with you. Man, <laughs> never stopped. You're still frustrated to this day. I know.
1: That's I actually like... why you went back to Sacramento. You had to clear the air with mom. Mom, you were burning. I got to talk to you.
0: I got to talk to you about those old moves.
1: I've been burning for twenty five years, Jan.
0: But I forgive you. Yeah, and in turn, forgive myself. I've been burning for a quarter cent over here. <laughs> let's uh let's let's talk about what was great about turtles in time because there is a lot to say there is um what would you like to start with what's what was your most memorable thing about turtles in time
1: <sighs> uh i mean probably the most memorable is just playing it with my cousins and just having a blast as Absolutely. a child yeah great 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 co-op game right because you can't hurt each other yeah co-op games you can hurt each other back in this day tough final Dangerous. fight i killed my buddy so many times I just beat the shit out of him with my giant Russian wrestler so often. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. hard to tell where my hitbox was gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Ninja turtles, you're good. Not a problem. You yeah. can really work together that way, right? So because you, you yeah. don't have to worry about hurting your your friend. Next thing that I remember is the the speed with which you get to move around.
0: It's fast. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty fast brawler.
1: It's a fast brawler, and you just move quickly. Like there's a lot of games like this where you move super slow, like up and down the screen or side to yeah, side. This one you're you're scooting, you jump high, <laughs> you move quick. You have good control over your character. You can like get to your spot that you wanna be in easily and it's clear where you are and where you're going to hit so I think that's that's excellent
0: that's a good point I haven't considered that because yeah like in Final Fight it's slow in um what is it Streets of Rage I played this like a couple of years ago even the mm-hmm. new one like it's it's a pretty slow game and I think that's probably on purpose like, Yeah. That's intentful at this point. But yeah, damn, it was like, I think there's a run in Turtles in Time. Like, I think if you just double tap the, there is. the left or right, like you can move pretty quick. There's a uh, there's a
1: run. There's like a running attack
0: you can do or like a running yeah.
1: like somersault you can do. Oh, yeah. So they really play up the speed of these Ninja
0: Turtles. That's true. I, I, I hadn't noticed it, but you're right that like the the controls of it really do uh, make it feel very like fast and visceral. Mm hmm. Yeah, and compared mm. to other games at the time especially, yeah, true, felt very quick. Without like, it, I, I will say like something that I think a lot of the f- these like beat-em-ups do pretty well and something in other games that is such a challenge is like the enemies don't necessarily hurt you if you just touch them. I think that's really important for a game where you can go very quickly. Like they have to like swing their punch at you before you get hit versus like if you were able to sprint and move this well and also you just like got hurt if you touched one of the like, God, what are they called? They're like foot soldiers, the dudes like that you're fighting. That would be not as nearly as satisfying as just being able to like run across the screen and then if they hit you, it's like, oh, okay, well, they were punching. I shouldn't have yeah, run up on them right then. Exactly.
1: Those are the main things that I remember that are really great. About the game for me. What about you? Anything stick out? Oh my god, so much of this fucking video game too. But I, (laughs) this was
0: like absolutely my shit. Uh huh. I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid. I would like Mm -hmm. rent the VHSs from Blockbuster over and over again. Oh damn! Just to like watch the little like episodes of them. So good. So into it. Uh, video games, obviously. Uh, If it if it is not clear that I like video games, (laughs) at this point, I don't know what we're doing. What are you doing here? Um, so that was cool for me. Uh, and then just like beat-ups being able to have like a really fun time as a young dude without like, you know, I didn't have to like read a shitload cause I was like four or five, mm-hmm. you know, like I knew how to push, press the buttons, but I wasn't able to like grok how to play final fantasy yet. Yeah. I just wanted to go fight the foot soldiers. So that was, that was great for me. Let me, uh, let me take you down a little road real quick though. Let's hear it. The music in this video game, David. Mm. I know that this is something that we do pretty often is gush about music but i i i gotta talk about the music in this fucking video game. all right let's hear it these songs david they are unreal <laughs> um okay let's let's start here okay so first of all they announce every level in this like compressed as fuck voice which i just love it's yeah. nearly unintelligible
1: yeah um, oh. apple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so let's let's take a, a, co- a listen to a couple of these. I'm gonna edit these in so we can listen along with the, mm-hmm. the people at home. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're gonna start with Big Apple 3 a.m., which is the first the first level. Yeah, Big Apple 3 a.m. Total bot immediately. So. They're playing off the TMNT theme song in this one. It's mostly just the theme song, which like really gets you in the mood to just like be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for a little while. Oh yeah, it's got so much driving force in here. Like <laughs> it's moving so quickly. That that drum. Do get back to back to back to back turtle time turtle time. Just just very good. Uh. So that one's really really good i'm really into that uh and like that just sets, sets a very good tone for the whole thing uh let's go to alley cat blues which is like not not it, it doesn't really play with the theme quite as much mm. funk bluesy baby S- so much funk and blues in this it makes me feel undefeatable this music <laughs> Also, like, pause for a second. That, like, sound that is coming out of the Nintendo, uh, the Super Nintendo sound chip, they're like... Guab, 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 guab. I have no idea how they're making that sound. I haven't heard it in any other video game, nor would I hear ever again. Uh, like, listen what it. What instrument is it supposed to be, even? I, I guess, like, maybe a bass or something? Hold on, listen Let's to Let's hear it. it.
1: They're like... Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah, bass guitar.
0: Man, that part is definitely ingrained in my brain. Absolutely. Um, Okay, let's take a uh, a peek over to Sewer oh, Surfing. Another absolute bop. The like arpeggios that are going on in the yeah. background. Ow, my toe!
1: God, dude, I hit those, I hit those tacks in the, know, in the water yeah. so
0: many times. The kid could not handle it. It is so, like, candy optimistic. This music, like, there is no hint that you are going to be defeated in this music.
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> There's no danger in this game.
0: No, you're just you're an unstoppable
1: absolutely- turtle turtle killing yeah. machine.
0: love that incredible so good also uh, uh I, I would like to call out specifically the boss music that happens every time this is at the end of every single level Absolute <laughs> it's like it's so fast the tempo in this song like uh-huh. listen to the drum fills just like barely keeping up <laughs> Flying. <laughs> okay, so there's a couple of levels. Techno drums like Let's Kick Shell is fine. It's like a fine song. It's a video game song. Pretty good. It's eh, a fine song. Yeah. A little electric guitar. That's fine. So there's the. The songs, like after this level you get sent back into time, all of them I will say are pretty good. They all feel like the time, right? Let's do prehistoric Turtlesaurus. See how that goes. Feels like dinosaur music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: It's that bass line. That's good. dibba dibba.
0: (laughs) Um, all of these are pretty good uh the like western song it's got a great trot of course yeah you gotta have that
1: that gallop going absolutely because there are horses in this there there are horses everybody (laughs)
0: there are horses let me direct you to neon night riders This sounds like like a song That was in Persona 5 That has been made on a SNES sound chip
1: (laughs) Yeah They came forward in time To Persona
0: 5 (laughs) This is the soundtrack to me Pushing up my glasses before I do something cool (laughs)
1: This is the soundtrack To a a window That has been opened
0: Just a little bit ajar during a hot summer Summer night Before you're about to save the world as the Phantom Thieves. Uh, Really good. Such a vibe. I love this song. Um, Also, Starbase where no total has gone before. before. Even farther in the future. Another one.
1: (laughs) Just the the, the long, prolonged... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous
0: <laughs> um, So this one's playing a little bit with the theme again The like team yeah, at the beginning. And this is the song right before you fight Shredder Unbelievable again, still like There's a little bit of like uh, Strife and challenge in here but like I still feel undefeatable yeah. Listening to this <laughs> It's still swelling to something positive. Yes. And then Technodrum, the final the shell shock. This, this is where you know go and fight Shredder. <laughs> this is lovely. This is, what a this lovely is song. Huh? It's like, this one is the most dissonant that a song has been yet, and it's still just a total banger. It's true. That like riff, that like wang wig, wang 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 is so cool. It's so fucking cool. Like you're definitely fighting Shredder. It's intimidating, but like also, maybe you're a teenage Ninja Turtle, it's a and like you're gonna win. I love this soundtrack. Pretty damn good. Th- that's just a true thing. Uh, yeah. So much of it just sounds so 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 good to me, and like I think for me like something i had thought about was that this game felt like i didn't ever want to stop playing it Mm -hmm. i had to get to the next level there's some like beat em up so i'm like okay that was a lot in that last one
1: no i just want
0: to keep playing this one yeah like you get to the next one that the next fucking song fires up and you're like ooh oh i gotta go fight shredder though yeah this is exciting i think that's in no small part due to the the music who was it was made by matsuhiko izumi i believe Mm -hmm. this dude like worked on a ton of video game music and i think still does like just prolific in the amount of video game music that he's Uh doing but Uh so yeah good good god just the music is so fucking good nice something that i that i want to call out while we're here the Mm -hmm. cover art Look at the box art for this video game. I was about
1: game. to say, I always love it when there is both a T-Rex, a pirate ship, and a locomotive all in the same thing. And a spaceship, and the Statue of Liberty, and a hoverboard.
0: It's, and there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle on a hoverboard. Yeah. On
1: a hoverboard. There's a lot going on in this in this cover art. You're right. Also, the
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are like frighteningly jacked.
1: They're scary. They're scary in this. <laughs>
0: like They're so yoked in here. Like I'd be terrified if I saw one of these creatures. A lot of teeth on these things.
1: Yeah. They're smiling in a in a <laughs> in the way that like gorillas smile, where it's actually yeah. a threat. <laughs> yeah. You know? Your
0: life may be ending shortly. But they're fighters for good. Exactly. Which is so nice. Yeah, this this box art is kind of peak nineties in a good way. hmm Yeah, in like not a kitschy or like Retro way, just like it's got a lot going on, and it all feels really good. But it all makes sense.
1: They're turtles, then they're in time. Yeah, it's like a big, time.
0: like, galaxy swirling around the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because the, the conceit of the story is that uh, Shredder steals the Statue of Liberty. In the very beginning.
1: Yeah. <laughs> April O'Neil's there, and the Statue of Liberty just goes away because them big, like, jacked dude in armor, like, flies
0: up and just, like, takes it away. I forget the name of the enemy, but it's, yeah, it's like the dude who's controlled by that little, like, brain monster who's, like, in the big guy's stomach. Oh, God. Wow, that is quite a memory. (laughs) Yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, that's that's really good. I love the music and the box art. It's both very good. I thought that the conceit of like moving through time was a really, really good idea. Mm -hmm. Because like the four first levels are like, kind of similar like the first two are like new york and then uh this the third one is the little underground sewer area yep you're Going to fight going fighting uh shredder's technodrome uh and then you get heated back in time and suddenly it's a very different video game yeah like you're they were able to make each of these levels feel so so specific and like unique hmm that uh if you didn't know each of the levels it was like holy shit what's next i have no idea which is just like it's it's so fun to like process that through especially if like you haven't played in a while you don't remember exactly which one's next it's just, it's just so much fun for me hmm mm-hmm. so that was great i thought the boss design was pretty fun too like most of the bosses are like from the show which is fun and like each of them play a little bit differently the initial fight with shredder he's like just shooting shit at you and you have to do this like specific attack where you throw the foot soldiers at the camera to hit him mm. i th- i think it's like if you're attacking them and you're pressing forward at the same time you'll like grab them and throw them at the camera yeah you know as a kid i was like i have no fucking idea how to do this but yeah i I thought that was (laughs) it was pretty fun like if if you sort of like knew what you were doing i thought that was a really cool idea Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then like obviously all the other other ones where the bad guys are dressed up as like dinosaurs or as like pirates or something like that like it's just it's all very good very cool very cute in a way you had uh you had mentioned the the co-op being really fun i i totally agree and like it's worth calling out too that it's also very fun fun in the arcade i think this was a big chucky e. cheese game if i remember correctly
1: chucky, yeah chucky chucky had this quite a bit Ch-
0: mr charles entertainment cheese charles had, a, entertainment had a corner cheese. on this one yeah it's it was it was so much fun to be able to like have the full squad uh, rolling yeah. around in there coming rolling
1: um, roll in with a with a roll of quarters we getting through <laughs> getting tert- time
0: baby let's go there was a uh a day that I'm sure Garen would be mad if I didn't mention, but we had this like at the, the house that I lived at with Jazz, there was a, I guess like arcade cabinet that we had built and oh yeah we were just running like a mame emulator in there and Garrett and i sat in front of turtles in time for like probably like an hour and a half it wasn't very long but mm-hmm. just like stood there and beat the game deeply deeply satisfying so much fun great game if i remember correctly it was like the middle of summer so it was just hot as all get out mm-hmm. um in the like sunroom that we had that thing in it would just like bake in there in in more ways than one hey. we joke we joke we legit uh, <laughs> um that was a weird time um <laughs> so yeah i played this game to completion it was it was so much fun i, I every time i play this game i'm just like overjoyed with how good it is every time it puts a smile on my face yeah me too i feel like i've just been gushing about how great everything is i kind of want to pull something out that's maybe a little bit less obvious mm. i think your point about the controls is really like apt though i think that is like something that is a little bit harder to pin down yeah. Especially in like these these beat-em-up genres. I think it's something that is kind of taken for granted that like you kind of have to move slow. Mm-hmm. But I think this game was not afraid to make you feel a little overpowered. And I always love that in a video game. Yeah, I'm where okay with like that. It's fine if you can just kick ass. Yeah. Like that's that's totally a valid way to play this game. Uh-huh. I think like we were saying before, where Hades sometimes just gives you a build that you're like, wow, untouchable. P <laughs> Yeah. You know, it definitely costs you some quarters to play through it, but there's a lot of the time where you're just like, Yeah, I'm just I'm just hauling ass kicking ass, which is, it's great. It's hard to accomplish and hard to make the player feel like that, but I'm always excited and and satisfied when they do. Totally.
1: Yeah. You know, I think if I'm, if I'm really picking, picking hairs, knitting at Mm -hmm. some picks, probably I would, I would like to see just like a little bit more variety in the attacks. Mm Mm-hmm you know because it really is only mm. like one attack button mm-hmm. right maybe yeah. like a little bit more individuation and in like how the different turtles attack with their different weapons or like special moves or something like that sure or maybe even like team moves oh that'd be great you yeah. know like depending on who you're playing with what other turtle you're playing with you could do like a special combo move or something that would be true. Sure. maybe that's going to be in the sequel that's coming out soon
0: i was just about to say yeah we haven't mentioned yet but it's this is in no smart been. Or in no small part been spurred on by the Shredder's Revenge teen teenage Ninja Turtles game coming out. I I better be going like through time again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. They they say nothing about time in this one. But uh I just hope it's fun. I'd like I feel like there's so much room to make that game fun.
1: Yeah, there is. There's so but there's it's a great groundwork.
0: It's it's mm-hmm. still fun. The original yeah. is still fun. Yeah, it's shocking. Uh I, I am very excited for that game. In whatever, you know. Thing they want to bring to it, I'm I'm excited that they seem to have like nailed the like tone of the first game, like just the the backgrounds and all the like New York, the '90s New Yorkisms, '80s New Yorkisms that are like around is just very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think like there's a lot of room to improve, and I think you know because it came out at this point like 30 years ago, some of those <sighs> things are glaring. But I think it is impressive that like there's still so much to love. Like this game is so so much older, and there's so many games that have. Aged so poorly exactly. from that from exactly. that timeline,
1: right? It's not like the game did anything bad. It's just like it could have done more things. It could have done more things when you look at how modern beat 'em ups have evolved. I guess that, right. that makes sense. Yeah, definitely.
0: And like that's certainly not to take away from what they accomplished. it's to no. say, well, if you're gonna do it again, like here's what you could do. But like exactly that would have been some like future sight sort of shit. Yeah, they like, wouldn't have known to have time walkers.
1: Bad. They don't call it turtles in time for nothing. Development time. <laughs>
0: um yeah no this game this game is fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. do you have anything else to say about it i feel like we've been we've been doing a fair about it fair bit of gush i think that's it yeah i i love this game not Same. not hard to find pod domestic things to say about it i, I love this
1: game and it's not platonic <laughs> no certainly not <laughs> not even close
0: this game and david have kissed on more than one occasion <laughs> Thank on you. the lips. On
1: the lips.
0: Where is its humor gland? David found out.
1: So, so that's a that's a third date kind of information right there.
0: <laughs> David does not kiss and tell. No. He does not turtle and tell. I don't turtle and tell.
1: <laughs> I don't turt and tell. <laughs> Having fun calling them turts today.
0: <laughs> turtle and tell is a pretty. Fun, is uh, my favorite <laughs> Las Vegas um, m- magician. Duo. Turtle. 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 Turtle.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a joke. That's, that's <laughs> definitely a joke, baby. That is a joke. Okay, cool. Do you have anything else to say about turtles and time? That's it. Great.
1: hey everybody hey we're on twitter we are at potimism yes at potimism that's where we are that's where we are tweet us uh let us know if you loved turtles in time as much as we did
0: who did you play as who did you play yeah i want to hear mains i want to hear who people main. did you play in the arcade did you play at home what was your did you, experience? Did you not play? I would love to hear that
1: too. Did, yeah. Did you not play? Why did you not play? Do you hate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
0: Why? Does Raphael just give you the ickies? Does he give you the icky ickies? Does Splinter being the master of turtles kind of freak you out? That's kind I of get weird. That. But He's a it's rat. It's New York. So, I mean, the rats do kind of run the show, right? Especially ones named Splinter. Splinter. Splinter the rat. <laughs> a named rat. <laughs> a A bipedal. I am a named rat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I don't I don't know the lore of TMNT. Do you think there's other rats out there? Was he oh wait. Was he exposed to that like green goo that turned the turtles into the teenage That's mutant what turtles? I <laughs> also, did you know that in Europe it's called teenage mutant hero turtles? They're not ninjas? No, just heroes. But they're like totally stealthy and ninja like, and they have those bandanas. Yeah. But they're also heroes, so like it's not, I mean, they're not totally wrong totally off base, but like it's just not as cool. I wonder what was going on in Europe that they were like, no, 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 no. We cannot name them ninjas they have to be heroes. Yeah, there's some weird
1: localization going on there
0: <laughs> it's it's like the same language yeah <laughs> like england and the, and the states it's all oh, English, it's like baby. uk is is does it that way i just said europe so i assume uk is in there weird it's fucking british they don't know anything A about teenage mutant hero turtles ninjas no thank
1: you uh if you're from europe send us an email at 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 gmail.com and let us know why it got changed to hero turtles Yeah, what's the context there? Do you not like ninjas? Yeah. Is that not a cool thing? Just know that you probably will not be successful in convincing us that it's a better name, because
0: that's not. Yeah, I don't know how you would. Some like Knights of the round table shit over there, like they all need to be like heroes of of old.
1: We are the heroes of the Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Also, if you want to help us out. Yes. Leave us a review. Yes. Be nice, maybe. Or not be nice. Or don't. That's okay too. Do follow your heart. Yeah, follow your heart. That's what we We're really not here care about. To tell you how to live. Yeah, and you know, you also like subscribe or uh, follow us or whatever it is that you can do on your
0: podcast, or just shout out your window, or just shout hey, us out, or maybe don't shout out your window. Maybe yeah. that be might be rude in your neighborhood, yeah. but like exactly, say something nice in sh- in your morning affirmations. Like, yeah, and this is you speaking in the mirror. Like, I'm I'm bold, I'm beautiful, and mm-hmm. also. I hope video game optimism does does well today. <laughs>
1: cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for. I, I'm really glad that, that we made it your affirmations in the morning. <laughs> that seems <laughs> so
0: egotistical. I'm sorry, listeners. That was yeah. That that took a dark turn. It feels Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like incorporate us into part of your life. Yeah. Your life rituals. Yeah. That's not that's that's that ain't it that ain't it chief
1: Um, or you know just let uh, another like minded friend know about our podcast and let them listen make up their own mind see if they like it true
0: that's also it's also a thing you can do I've been being called a ding boy more often on the internet now so I mean you are a ding boy though I I am a ding boy so it's not it's not un unapt or inappropriate but uh, let us know if you want ding boy shirts everybody
1: tweet us oh no. Oh god. It's just a picture of Chase's face that says <laughs> just ding watching. Over it.
0: Ding. Oh, with like some numbers going up on the side of the shirt. Mm, <laughs> progression.
1: That sweet, sweet, slow drip of serotonin. <laughs> and then also, also thanks. Yeah, also thank you for spending time with us.
0: It uh it's the best that anybody listens to this podcast at all. <laughs> well, um, and then that's you can very chase cool. a ding boy online. Yeah, I have sort of I am reaping what I've sown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for spending your ear minutes here with us yep. we uh deeply appreciate it with you spending any amount of time here um we know that there are plenty of things demanding your time and you spending some of it with us is the best very flattering it is the best yeah incredible mm-hmm. phenomenal uh we love you and support you end of sentence
1: that's it <laughs>
0: bye
1: wait gaming wisdom oh yeah gaming wisdom chase <laughs> Huh?
0: Yes. Do you have any? <laughs> Invite me in. Oh, uh, I was yeah. giving you the mic. Oh, sure. Wow, it's really hot and my brain is not working. Uh, <laughs> it's getting warm in my pod closet, too. Okay, so for gaming wisdom, I got a couple of things to say. Mm. Sometimes you are going to be approached with problems that makes it feel like you've been sent back into the, the dinosaur era, mm. into the Jurassic period. Oh. You're going to have taken such a hit that it... It really feels like you're going back in time with your progress in your life. And I know that that's hard. You were so close to beating Shredder and getting the Statue of Liberty back. Mm -hmm. But when faced with such adversity, I think it's important to ask yourself what the Turtles would do. Mm. And I think in this situation, the Turtles would beat the ever-loving fuck out of the bad guys and uh, fight back to Shredder and make the world right. They do solve their problems with violence. Yeah, so maybe, maybe ex-nay the violence part and just like beat up the emotional demons in your life mm. to get forward. Mm. Beat the ever-loving fuck out of your emotional demons to beat up emotional shredder.
1: Uh, Instruction's unclear. I have now just beat the shit out of myself.
0: <laughs> what do I do now? I guess go to therapy. Huh, I think a good that's point. probably that's a, good point. A, a, a pretty fair next step. That should help. I think that'll do it right i think that'll fix everybody's problems <laughs> just go to therapy if you don't I mean if, like if you beat if you if you fail at beating up your own demons go therapy even if you don't fail at beating them up i think go to therapy <laughs> exactly right it's true okay hold on playing turtles in time alone is like not going to therapy playing turtles in time co-op is like going to therapy Wow. you still got a fight but you got somebody in your corner got that's making backup. it a lot easier cheap therapy Turtles in time no no i meant the reverse it's a metaphor if you go to therapy it's gonna feel like you're playing co-op turtles and i'm going
1: i'm getting i'm not going to (laughs) therapy i'm getting turtles in time and playing it with
0: a stranger and that is your therapy that's my therapy i think that'll probably fix it right (laughs) anywho so like yeah podcast podcast done i think right i think so uh cool here's a joke about the old one and we're done
1: okay the old one
0: (laughs) ha 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 okay great we love you Bye. bye bye